Hello, and welcome to Priority Status by JPR. I'm Kristen Mahler, Senior Vice President of our Toronto office, and I'm really excited to share today's episode with you. It's special not only because it's the first one I've recorded live in person since the pandemic, but also because of my guest. Today, I'm speaking with Alicia Pintuala, co-founder of Slowly, a wellness company rooted in helping busy people press pause. Alicia and I met in Toronto a few years ago through our children. She's one of those people who radiates authenticity and positivity, someone who you know you just need to be friends with. It was Alicia who shared some really encouraging words of advice while I was navigating a difficult stage of motherhood. She's always one to keep it real. Alicia worked in the not-for-profit space for 12 years before making the jump to building a business. Together with her husband, Justin, she founded Slowly in 2022. Alicia's born and raised in Toronto, is wellness obsessed, and is focused on taking in every moment, as chaotic as they may be, alongside her husband and three young kids. Slowly's first product, Restore, is a minty ashwagandha tablet that melts in your mouth in less than three minutes. It's the first supplement to really incorporate that mindfulness aspect to it. While it's formulated with clinically proven ingredients to reduce stress and anxiety, the meltaway feature prompts you to pause, put those phones down, check in with yourself, and find calm and clarity in the moment. Listen in to this episode of Five Questions With as Alicia shares more about what drove her to create slowly, how she navigates owning and running a business with her husband while creating spaces for herself and her family, how she travels and advice she has for anyone looking to start their own business or simply work through a career change. Let's dive in. Today, I have the privilege of speaking with Alicia Puntuala. She's the co-founder of Slowly, an entrepreneur and a mom of three. And we're here today to talk about Slowly and how it helps people reset and to learn a little bit more about Alicia's career path and how she got to where she is and a little bit about how she travels these days. So Alicia, I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. As Kristen said, my name is Alicia. I am the co-founder alongside my husband of a new company in the wellness space called Slowly. We are all about helping busy people press pause. The first product that we came out with is called Restore, and it's a minty ashwagandha tablet. The idea behind it is that it really helps you to de-stress. It can lower anxiety. It can help with sleep. Something that I have really seen a need for as I became a mom over the last few years and something that I think that uh, a lot of people in society can really find a use for. So you started the company fairly recently, like yes. the count, how old is the company? Yeah. So we launched um, last summer. So 2022. Wow. So yeah. you're very new. You're yes. in the very beginning stages and I'm sure it's been a really fun adventure so far. And how did you decide to do this? Like you had a job before. Tell us a little about your career, yeah. how you got started and how you wound up here. Okay. So I, this is completely new to me. I was in uh, the non-for-profit space for 12 years. So I did my undergrad in psychology and health studies And then I guess I didn't really totally know what I wanted to do after school. I knew I wanted to get into the health space, but other than that, I didn't really know which direction. And so I thought, okay, let's go into the non-for-profit space. At least I can contribute to society while kind of working at a a children's hospital at SickKids Foundation here in Toronto. I thought I would do it for a few years and then kind of figure out what I wanted to do from there. 12 years later, I was still there. (laughs) Um, But I will say I did love the job, but it also allowed me in those years to kind of figure out what I wanted to do, what I enjoyed to take courses. So I was kind of all over the map in my early twenties. I took a goldsmithing course and I really thought I was going to get into the jewelry business. I was awful at it. I think you had that, but 
a natural ability there and I did not have it. Uh, good learning though. And then in um, 2016, I, I really started to fall in love with interior design and ended up actually starting a Moroccan carpet business which is crazy. Like I like dragged my husband to Morocco. We rented a car, we drove across the country and just bartered our way through bringing all of these carpets back. I loved it. It was a great experience. Not hugely successful for sure. It was like a good (laughs) first dive into kind of that entrepreneurial space. So I would say I kind of always had a bit of an itch to do my own thing. Yeah, for sure. And your husband has the same spirit, it seems, if he wanted to start a Moroccan rug company with you. (laughs) He does, he does. He owns his own business as well on the side um, and comes from a family of, with an entrepreneurial background. So we're just like the type of people that are always trying to talk about different ideas and like, what's going to be that million dollar thing one day. Um, And he was always like, don't force the idea. It'll come to you when you aren't even looking for it. And I mean, came to us. So, which is really incredible. And so how is it working with your, your husband and your partner? Like, how is that going? It's actually quite good. Like I really enjoy working with him. Mm -hmm. We're not with each other throughout the day. Mm -hmm. He's at an office. I'm working from home Mm -hmm. um, and we'll have calls throughout the day or meet in person if we need to, but we kind of focus on different areas of the business, which is great. I'm much more on like the creative side and marketing and he's really logistics. He was the one that really helped with like all the manufacturing and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So So you complement each other very nicely. Yes. That's, I mean, that's the way to do it, right? If you can each have your own areas and not get into each other's business, it kind of works better. So you got, the idea came to you and he said, he gave you this advice and he said, it will come to you. It will come to us probably because you were, you know, you guys are a team. Yeah. And then tell us about how it came to you then. Like, where were you in your life? It started a year ago, but I'm sure you were thinking about it for a little bit longer. Quite a while before that. Yeah. So I think like many ideas these days, it came about in the pandemic. Um, so we were home with two kids. I had one more on the way and like everyone else, we were maxed out. I mean, like, what are you doing at home with children? Schools are closed. Stress levels were definitely high. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we just started having conversations around like the fact that we weren't in enjoying and these are like you know with kids like these are the days when like we're going to look back in 10 years and we're going to wish that we had focused more on the present moment and actually enjoyed the absolute insane chaos of every day and so we were talking about how we could do that more and I was speaking to a naturopath at the time who was giving me some supplements to take for stress and for sleep and one of them was ashwagandha and Justin and I started talking about so we started taking just like an ashwagandha pill like a pill pill, yeah and found it to be really helpful Another piece of that is we always have really spoken about mindfulness and meditation and separately, he and I have both taken a number of courses in those areas. And so we thought, wouldn't it be really cool if we could create something that actually wasn't just a pill that you popped and hoped it did the trick, but something that actually prompted you to pause. And so trying to formulate ashwagandha, the supplement into a dissolvable tablet. Did you work with somebody in like the pharmaceutical space to develop the actual product or? We did. Yeah. So Justin, I guess to give you like a better background, he is a headhunter in the CPG space. And so he's worked with a lot of food companies, a lot of supplement companies in the past, cannabis. And so he had a really great network of manufacturers, as well as people that could direct us to like food scientists Mm -hmm. that would be able to help us formulate this. So we worked with a really lovely lady out of Montreal, um, a scientist who really helped us formulate the product that went through a number of renditions and then found a manufacturer in Miami and obviously had to Ashwagandha tastes horrendous when you just <laughs> taste it. Well, it, I kind of, I've taken the pills before and yeah. I remember the aftertaste for me was really hard. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. 
So if it's a dissolvable tablet, obviously it has to taste good. Yeah. So um, masking it took a bit of effort. So we the, we got some samples back and we were like, oh my God, this is never going to work. But thankfully it did eventually. So it was about 18 months from like the idea until launch. So a lot of the pandemic you you were spent working on this and you had just had a ba- new baby. So you yeah. have three children at home. You guys are working on building this business. You have this great idea. And the whole concept of it is to slow down. So how do you balance that with having your own business now and having three children and growing a business, not just having it, you're working actively to, you know, figure out the next level. And you said, this is the first product. So I'm guessing there might be more in store. So that's exciting. But tell us like, how do you create space for yourself and your family? And how do you slow down? It's funny because we we always laugh because we're like, we're, we're talking to people about this business. It's all about slowing down and de-stressing. But at the same time, building a business is probably one of the most stressful things. <laughs> it's like a little bit funny, but um, I mean, we're trying. We're, it's not. I mean, there's definitely times I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm just like zen, zen all the time. Um, building business is very stressful, but I think we're trying really hard to implement things. And there's things that we've incorporated into our life that have just made things run smoothly. So we have a nanny full time during mm-hmm. the week, so that has really helped us to. Justin and I can both fully focus on work during the week, knowing that the kids are really well taken care of with their yeah. nanny, which means then we we are fully family time on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no work on the weekends and we can do that knowing we've done what we need to do Monday to Friday and really want to be there for the kids and, and take in as much of that as we can throughout the weekend. I would say Justin and I try really hard to do, we used to say we'll do a day night every single week, like once a week, but it didn't happen. So now we're like bi-weekly, let's get a date night in bi-weekly, not with another couple, like not attending a party, Mm -hmm. just him and I. Um, And we try really hard not to talk about business if we can. And I think that that, like just like having two hours with your significant other Mm -hmm. out of the house has been, I think, really key for us. And then I would say, taking time to be outside of the house, traveling with kids. It doesn't have to necessarily be an airplane right away. It could Mm -hmm. be like a drive away for a weekend. This winter, we did a lot of ski trips up North, which was just like a two hour drive up North, which it's just like getting out of your house. Sometimes in order to slow down, you actually, you don't realize it until you're out of your natural environment. Yeah. We did a really great trip with the kids. It was our first like real vacation as a family of five last month. And we booked it for 10 days. And at first I was like, 10 days with three kids. I don't know how this is going to go. But <laughs> it's so funny because you get there and it almost takes you like, I don't know if you find this when you travel with your kids, but it almost takes you two days yeah. to just like relax and just like let everything from home fall in, to the wayside. And then you can take in everything in front of you. And that trip was amazing. It's just like so special to build these memories with your kids and watch them see things for the first time and like mm-hmm. enjoy everything and just really not have to worry about anything else that you normally see back home. Yeah. What you're saying is I completely relate. It's so true. You have to create different spaces for different parts of your life. And I think that that, you know, whether you have a meditation practice that helps you like segue into each thing or whether you, you know, create different spaces or you're traveling, whatever. I think a lot of that is very true. I feel the same. Like I don't want to do work at all on the weekends. I want to just focus on my family and and my kids. And I agree with you about creating time for your partner, because if you don't do that, then how is your, your foundation of your relationship? That's what it is, right? You had that all this time together. Um, and then you have other people in the mix. It's so easy to just let that fall, Mm -hmm. right? Like you end up like often putting your kids as your priority Mm -hmm. and 
obviously work and it's just, it's hard to make that commitment. But I think if you make the commitment together, it's definitely worth it. It makes a difference. Yeah. So the traveling, you guys went on this big family trip, which is amazing. 10 days, you, you went to the islands, you went to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about, I, went, I know we're having more than five questions, but it's very easy to, to talk about these things. I feel like when you're away with your, with your kids, how do you create space to slow down in enjoy the moment with them? Like, are you like, we don't use our phones. We don't, we're not on social media. Like, do your kids kind of, you know, your oldest, she, is she aware of like a meditation practice? Like, is there anything like that in your family dynamic? Absolutely. So I'm like pretty routine oriented. So when I'm home, it's like meditation and workout, ideally before the kids wake up in the morning. It doesn't always happen. Yes, but, like, but the theory the is there. World. Yes, if everyone's sleeping through the night. Yes, if you're not up five times. Um, so when we went away, we really tried to implement that. Mm-hmm. Um, so both Justin and I, like he was great. Like our youngest would wake up early and he would take him out for a walk while the other two were sleeping and I would fit in a meditation and a Pilates workout just in the room. That is what really allows me to just be able to be present for the rest of the day. Knowing 100%. that like I got time in for myself, mm-hmm. I just find you react differently when you've gotten that yes. time in for you. Yes. When like a kid throws pasta on the ground or like <laughs> is throwing a tantrum or uh-huh. like whatever, like it's just like you, I don't know, there's just so much more calmer sense to the day. Yes. I a hundred percent agree with that. And I was up a lot last night and I wound up, I created space for myself this morning to exercise. And I felt like I could really handle issues that were coming up with my kids when they were getting ready to leave the house. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can deal with this. But normally I feel very triggered because I would be all, you know. You just feel like you're on someone else's agenda and time yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, if you don't put in that time for yourself. Yeah, exactly. So we've talked a little bit about how you're balancing your commitments with your family, with travel, with your business. And we need to talk a little bit more about this because I don't know that I've shared this with you, but when you said Morocco, I actually worked with Morocco as a client a long time ago. Oh. And I traveled there like five or six times. Oh my gosh, I'm jealous. And actually John and I's mm-hmm. our first trip abroad together was to Morocco. Oh. So and the Moroccan rug uh scene is incredible. And when I would go, I would bring journalists there. We would do these press trips and we would always go to the rug market and they love to haggle with you. Yeah. And it is like the most crazy thing if you're like from a Western culture where you're like there's no haggling. This is the price. I'm going to pay this price. And like, I don't know, like like they bring you out mint tea and it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And it's like, oh wow. Like Like, this is like, (laughs) yeah, this is a, they've invested the time and you have to buy. Like if you don't buy, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So they've just spent two hours. So did you have a guide when you went to Morocco? Like how did you, can you tell us a little bit more about this? Cause our listeners love travel. And I think that obviously you, you love travel and I want to learn a little bit more about how you travel with your family, but you brought this up and it's like, I can't ignore it. I want to know more about how you went to Morocco. And we and- did not have a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to Morocco. We got to the airport. We like landed. And I think it was in the morning. We hadn't even like booked a car yet. We were just going to do it when we got there. And like the airport there is crazy. It's just everything. Is- <laughs> it is just such a dive into another culture. One that I've never experienced before. And like I had traveled quite a bit before that. Um, but this was very eye opening. We rented a car somehow. I don't. <laughs> and then, like, now thinking back, this is crazy, but we drove for how long is the drive? I think it's over six hours. We drove straight to Chef Schwein, which is that. Blue yeah, Chef Schwein, yes. 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 
So the blue city. Yes, because I was like, we have to go yeah. there, which it's quite far. And you flew into Casablanca, right? Yeah, so yeah, okay. I think it's about I want yeah. to say four it's to a, six hours. It's a definitely like, a drive. Yeah, and yeah. windy roads, very windy roads, and a, probably a manual like, transmission. Oh yeah, manual. And like when you're driving <laughs> through the towns, there, it's like obviously there are rules to the road, but. <laughs> But not, they're not posted anywhere. They're not yeah. regular rules. Yeah. So, so no, we went in very naive, which I actually think was a good thing because I think yeah. it made it more fun. Yeah. Just, we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. We did have a guide in Marrakesh for one day who like brought us around to a few different shops. But other than that, we didn't have one. It was amazing. So we did that town. We did Marrakesh and we did, I wish I had looked at all of this before. We did a really cool hike up to it's in the Atlas Mountains. Yes, up yeah. to Atlas Mountains. And and like they make carpets obviously yep. up there. So we ended up hiking back down with, our- with your carpets like tied to your back. Um, those were where the deals were, right? Yeah. Because like, like, they're making them the right carpets. there. There's yeah. no in middleman. You're yeah. going right to the source. And like you're meeting the people that are making them. It was amazing. I loved it so much. And then you got back to Toronto. And then what did you do with the carpets? So we got back to Toronto. I had to ship the ball back. So yeah. I had to deal with like customs and everything when we got back. And I had already created a website, but it was just me, right? And I was still working at Sick Kids at this time. So in my spare time on the weekends, I was like trying to take pictures of rugs mm-hmm. and market it on social media. And I was doing pop-up shops and that kind of thing. It was great. And this was just when, I don't know if you remember, but like that Moroccan rug vibe, it was just like becoming really popular. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I did get some uptake, but I just think because I wasn't doing it full-time, yeah, it's hard. Also, carpets, I feel like you really need a physical... People want to go and see them. People want to see them. And yeah. I was just doing it online. I didn't yeah. have a physical spot. So you only went to Morocco once. Only went to Morocco once. Sold sold, sold all the carpets. Um, and then, and then Justin was like, let's do something that's, like, a little bit of a... Like, not, not a- as much, like, heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, like, literally would, like put all of these carpets, like Yay. rent a studio in the East End, put all these carpets in my like SUV. Oh then my I'd gosh. Log them into the studio, take photos. It was crazy. But I'm sure really fun. So fun. And learned lots of learning. Lots of learning. Yeah. Learned a lot about your partner. Were you married already? We were, we were married. This was right after we, thank God. If <laughs> 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 it was before, I don't know. He was like, what are you doing? Um, right after we got married. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. And Morocco is an amazing country. And I think like one of the coolest places I've traveled just because the culture there is so unique. I just loved like the combination of the African influence and the French influence. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's kind of sad because I feel like it doesn't get a lot of the attention that I think it really should deserve in terms yeah. of a destination, especially for Canadians and Americans to travel. And it's easy. I mean, it's easy to get to, you don't need a special visa to go like, but you can have this really very cool cultural experience and the art there is amazing. I mean, it these, really does have everything. Like these we, artisans. Oh, we also drove to us. S- yeah. Yeah. So like they have the beach town there and everything too. Like you can get everything. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree. Like, I think it's the multiple different influences from different areas of the world that make it so unique and so special. Yeah. And a ton of history, like so much Justin has an obsession with Winston Churchill. So there's, um, that hotel there that like Winston used to like in Essaware, uh, right? In no, no. Um, oh, in Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Yes. Oh, La Mamounia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have, you have such a good memory. Like, so we went there for drinks mm-hmm. and we have like the cigar room that Winston used to have cigars in or something. I don't even know, but he was like, okay, this, this I can get behind. Yeah. So where else do you travel? Like you, you've been to Morocco. Tell us more about where you like to travel. Do you go to the same places year after year? Like, so, I mean, obviously I don't travel as much as I used to. New York and Miami are like a couple places that we usually go 
once a year each. California, my sister lives there. So we go there often and she's in the South Bay area. So not LA. It's more so like nice place to visit. Yeah. It's a really wonderful place to visit. I've done like a ton of backpacking trips in Europe and in Southeast Asia. Been to Indonesia a couple of times, which um, has a special place in my heart too. I went there with my best friend and then back for my honeymoon. But yeah, it's like, I'm excited to now that I'm like over the baby stage to hopefully pick that up again. I've been to Europe a few times, but there's so much of Europe that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Some with just Justin and then hopefully one day bring the kids too. Yeah. So do you as a family have any places that mean a lot to you for traveling, like special places that you like to go to? We took the kids for the first time to California last year. I think we'll probably go back there like every year. And they have cousins. They have cousins there, which fun. I think for them, it makes yeah. it makes it really special. This year we did that beach vacation with the kids. I mm-hmm. think it's interesting because I think how you vacation with your family will really change as the ages of the kids change. So mm-hmm. this year it was like, it was wonderful. It was great, but it was an all-inclusive beach resort. So not my ideal vacation, really what, what I think I look for. And I know Justin is aligned on this is traveling somewhere that is a real cultural awakening like, mm-hmm. that like you get there and you feel like back home is on another planet. That's what I want for the kids too. So um, ideally we're going to places where they can really be engulfed in the culture and learn something new. And there's like an educational component for it as well. We talk a lot about being able to rent homes in mm-hmm. places for like a month at a time because going somewhere for a week isn't necessarily enough time. So yeah. I mean, Costa Rica is, I've been there before and absolutely loved it. And so we'd love to go back there. That's like high on the list with the kids. That would be so fun for them. So fun. Yeah. But we want to go for, for a longer for a long time. time. Yeah. 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 They get a, more out of it. Yeah. They're not feeling like it's so rushed. Cause like you said, it does take a while to get used to where you are, get into your new routine of like whatever that vacation routine you've decided it is for your family. And you also want them to feel a little settled. I think and yeah. traveling is hard. It's hard. It's yeah. uh, flying on planes. I mean, I used to travel so much more for my, my job a long time, like a long time ago, not that long ago, but I have been traveling a lot this month and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm on planes. Like it's hard. And I can only imagine it must be really hard for kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a lot. I mean, our tooler ones now have iPads and mm-hmm. I'm very happy. So I can like, I can see the light when we can start to pick up the traveling mm-hmm. more as a family. As soon as our little Reese is another year older, we'll be in a good spot. Yeah. It's so interesting. You've collected all these experiences. You've worked in sort of a healthcare realm in fundraising, but you've worked there and sort of helping people get through challenges with their health and particularly children. You've traveled a lot. You've, like you said, you've taken courses, you're into creative building, making things. It seems like you had this jewelry side thing that you did for a little bit. I don't know if you want to, but you <laughs> I want don't to know call what it. we can call it. But, um, so you have, I'm not wearing anything I made. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I'm sure you have some, I hope you saved some. I do. Yes. Um, so you have a lot of creative energy and you can obviously tell that by meeting you, you can feel that vibe from you. Where do you see your company evolving? Like, how are you looking to, you know, you said this is the first product you're looking to build on. I'm sure you probably don't want to disclose it because it's under wraps still. But I guess, how are you taking your creative energy and building it in this company that seems like it could be kind of pharmaceutical in a way, but it's not. It's obviously, it's more lifestyle. It's about overall holistic wellness. It's, you're thinking about that. So how are you layering in your creative energy to it? Yeah, so I think when we talk about the company, Justin and I, we always talk about like, what are things that we can build for people and bring to people that just help them become better? Because really, we started this in a selfish way. Like we wanted to be better. We want to be better for each other, for ourselves, mm-hmm. for our kids, and restore that first product 
that's what that helps us do because it really helps us to just take a moment for ourselves a couple times throughout the day, either practice breath work, have it be a gateway to meditation, while also the ingredients are helping you de-stress. Really, we're, we want to create products to just 1% better every day. Kind of that's the goal. So I will tell you like one product that we want to do next is something based on sleep because I think everyone knows how sleep impacts your health, mm-hmm. um, your day-to-day. And then especially, I mean, I used to sleep great before kids. Same. <laughs> have no problem. Didn't ever understand what the issue with sleep was. And now it's like, oh my God. Um, and the more and more you have in your life between work and family, mm-hmm. just like trying to fall asleep without thinking about the multiple lists every night just becomes more and more difficult. Mm-hmm. So creating something to kind of help with that as well, something in the area of focus. So really things to just help with your overall well-being. We worked with a really wonderful branding agency in LA when we created Slowly because we didn't want to necessarily be glued to just supplements. Mm -hmm. And so I think the whole brand of Slowly allows us to really explore anything in the well-being and wellness space, not just necessarily supplements. I think that actually the sleep focus for your next part of the Slowly family actually makes a lot of sense too, because ashwagandha is known to promote better sleep habits and, yes. and can help you relax more. So that seems like a natural fit for your next yes. thing. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited to take my Slowly. Yeah. Well, it'll be helpful <laughs> for you because you do travel so much. So we obviously didn't intend it for it to be a travel aid supplement, but we've had a lot of customers come back to us and say how helpful it's been for them. So obviously there's a lot of stress and anxiety that comes with traveling, depending on how comfortable you are are with it, but slowly restore in particular is a really great supplement to take in advance of your travel. So like ideally you're taking consistently in the month leading up to your travel, but Mm -hmm. then like when I'm traveling with my kids, I'm on the airplane, I'm like, I need a minute. Like, just breathe. Like this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay. So mm-hmm. it's very helpful. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So as we're wrapping up, I would love to know if you have any advice to share with our listeners. Um, we like to ask this question of all of our guests, what kind of advice you would have for them if people who are looking to be an entrepreneur, like have that idea that's been brewing or somebody who's just looking for a career change or like to, for the next step, like what advice would you give somebody in creating that transition or creating space for themselves to find that next moment for them? Yeah. So first and foremost, I say like, make sure, obviously this is a given, but you got to be passionate about whatever it is because you're going to spend so much time on it and you're going to have to give up so many other things in your life um, that you have to really love love, 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 and be passionate about what what it is that you're going to do. And I think make sure you're not putting yourself on the back burner because I think that that's what saves me every day is making sure that I'm still putting myself and my well-being as a priority every day. Mm -hmm. It allows me to be better at business, be better for my family and just like kinder and better to myself. The other thing that I think has been a big hurdle for me with this deep dive into entrepreneurship is being okay with the unknown. I am a huge control freak. <laughs> I like knowing what's going to happen every day. Really? What the plan is. <laughs> you know? That's been a big hurdle for mm-hmm. me because that's what entrepreneurship is about. Like, it's like, you're going to have a great day today. Like, maybe you're going to have good sales. You know, it's what's on the game plan. You've gotten a million good reviews. And then tomorrow could be totally different. Yeah. And that's been hard. I'm like, I'm getting there, but it takes some time to become comfortable with that. That's really great advice, honestly. And I think some of the advice advice that I actually haven't heard from people before. Um, So thank you for sharing that with our listeners. Well, thank you so much for making time today. 
It's been really great to catch up with you and to learn a little bit more about your background. I think that I love that element of Morocco that we got to bond over. That was really fun. So um, I want our our listeners to think about, um, we'll have it in the episode notes, but slowly, S-L-O-W-L-I-I.com. Yes. Slowly.com. And you're on Amazon too. Or we close. Be, like by next week, we'll be on Amazon.com. Okay. So yes. by the time we go live with this, you'll, yes. you'll be out on Amazon.com, which is super exciting. So thanks so much, Alicia. And thanks everybody for listening. And we're really excited to have shared this first episode live in person from Toronto. Thank you. Bye.